Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by North Lancashire Libraries. Hi everyone, welcome back to the North Lancashire Libraries podcast for the love of books and uh, my name is Chris Wilson, the e-services librarian and today rather than talking about books so much we're going to have a little bit more of a look at some of the digital services that are involved in the library service at the moment and one of my favourite things that we've got going on just now is called Code Club and it's all about teaching kids how the, the sort of basics of coding using a coding language called Scratch and it's very very popular and lots and lots of kids are really really getting into it and really enjoying it whenever they're in the sessions. To tell you a little bit more about it, I have managed to get hold of some of the digital learning team to give us a little bit more insight into it today. So I'm, I've dabbled in it a little bit myself and it is, it is a fun thing to do. It's really interesting and uh, parents can get involved in it just as much as kids because you can access it from home and things like that and kind of learn a little bit more and support your kids who may be kind of learning a little bit about coding too. So do have a wee look at it if you get a chance. We will put the link to the Scratch website in the podcast description things like that as well. But first up, we've got Hilary Petrie, who is our digital learning officer for the South area, to tell us a little bit more about the Code, the Code Club project and what's been happening with libraries. Hi, Hilary. Thank you for coming and talking to us about Code Club, which is, I think, one of the most exciting things that we're doing at the moment um, with uh, the library service. So do you want to tell us a little bit what Code Club actually is? Code Club is great fun. That's that's how I would sum it up, to be honest. Fantastic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't like that? No, Code Club is um, the opportunity for younger primary age predominantly um children to come together and code um code club itself is part of the raspberry pi foundation family uh, and it gives us the opportunity to take about an hour uh, at a time and try creating our own little bits of code and they're sort of set up as activities so um when i do we tend to always start with uh one where you create a rock band because if Mm. if if we can that gets everybody over the fear of making too much noise in the library um and and you basically you have uh, a sort of pre-built screen if you like and you the best way i can describe and 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 how i often explain it to people is it's a bit like snapping together lego bricks yeah so they've kind of we, we we use scratch mostly which is a blocks based coding program and they've kind of pre-built these blocks of code so you don't have to sit there and type everything in for hours on end which i certainly had to do when i very first tried this when i was much 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 younger um <laughs> maybe that's just me showing my age because i hated it as well um because it was that but this is much more fun it's just take the bits that are kind of pre-made for you snap them together and see how it interacts with the characters or what they call sprites that you produce and so you've got the option once you've got these connected together to change variables or numbers or uh, directions or angles all these kind of things um, as part of it to get them to happen so you're kind of following a set of instructions and I say kind of following because you can do it by the absolute letter of what's there or you can have a bit more creativity sometimes and 
there are a number of times I have seen cheese, bowls of cheesy puffs fly across um, instead of a rocket. I don't know what it is about those cheesy puffs, but they keep appearing <laughs> in the space projects. Um, so it's 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 basically a, a really great introduction to learning to code and seeing really quick results on on the screen. And and like I say, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, it's fantastic. And like I say, it is very kind of it is like coding by Lego bricks almost a little bit because you've got all the kind of preset things, you you click them all together. It's very, very user friendly. And I I've kind of recently had a wee look at it myself and and played about with a few things and stuff. And you do kind of get the hang of how it works and what it's supposed to do fairly quickly if you kind of start to do things. I haven't tried to make a rock band yet though, so I might try and do that oh. one at some point because that sounds really, really cool. Get, get in there and find your inner inner musician and let them out, Chris. Yeah, I think I might have to try and do that one. That sounds fantastic. So what, what kind of things that the kids learn from taking part in Code Club, do you think? I think there's kind of two main strands to learning. Um, one of them, as, as you've probably possibly picked up in what I was saying before, is a kind of the logic and the maths. Um, so, you know, coding is following instructions, testing something, looking for what doesn't work and, and evaluating it and making those changes. But in that, with the, the various variables that we get in it, you, you're introduced in an easy fashion um, to degrees, angles, coordinates, those kind of math concepts, which you've maybe not come across in the classroom yet, but because you can see the impact of what you do, yeah, it, it can, and you're given that kind of little starting point, um, it, it's quite a good way to kind of just get people playing with that in, in, a, in a way where you're maybe not, you're not afraid by the math, don't get me wrong, afraid it's the wrong word but you're not put off by having to do any maths in it it's just yeah. part of, of what you're doing but that logical thinking as well and that whole test and evaluate um element of it it's a great start for for going on and doing more um coding but also for just working through lots of of problems and and life situations as, as it goes there and i think that brings me on to the other set of skills as well it's that soft skill um don't get me wrong you can come in and you can sit down at the computer and you can work on your own but i find it very very rarely after about 20 minutes does anybody work on their own yeah. um, there's a lot of collaboration going on a lot of peer support it's and fantastic it's fantastic and what i find even more fantastic is that it's Sometimes people who, in other circumstances, are not the ones who go and offer that peer support mm. or work collaboratively. Um, little story about that one. We ran a, a coding event last summer in Motherwell Library. And there was a couple of youngsters who had never met each other. And they had done the kind of human coding activity that we had so we were getting to know some of our skills on the floor um using sort of knots and crosses boards and things like that um and then we put them onto the computers and 
started them off and and we didn't think anything of the fact that these two youngsters were chatting away to each other and helping each other out and just sharing all this ideas and and oh let's try that and let's do this but the two parents that were there both quietly said to us this doesn't happen <laughs> we've never seen we, we you know we rarely see this happen, happening and so you forget sometimes that that even just skills like that are really essential um again you know we were in a a group in Wishaw I was in a group in Wishaw before Christmas and like that suddenly you know we had three or four youngsters who had never met before into completely different schools all just chipping in and well what if we do that and here's how I did that and and very often particularly with staff when they start saying to me oh I can't possibly run a code club I don't know anything about coding and I'll let everybody in on that little cheat just now you don't need to know too much you just need to know how to ask somebody to help each other out yeah because because the youngsters love finding ways to solve things you might need to give them a gentle nudge in a direction but generally that's all it needs yeah, and it's and that that kind of teamwork aspect is a really important thing for people to, to kind of pick up on it. And just that, but that probably would be something that helps them in other aspects of education going forward as well. Kind of breaking that barrier of kind of being worried about asking for for help or, or kind of looking to get kind of help from other people about things and stuff like that. So that's really quite an important thing for them to kind of pick up on. Yeah. And it's great that they can pick up on that in such a kind of fun way in in the library, which is fantastic. Uh, we we do have quite a few fully booked clubs at the moment um, in our libraries, but we are looking to possibly expand that if we're possible, aren't we? Whenever we opportunities arise. Yeah, this has been one of uh, one of the things I've really enjoyed seeing in the last um, probably the last six eight months in the library service. Pre pre COVID, I had introduced coding to a couple of locations, and we had a small number of clubs up and running. Obviously with COVID all of that kind of stopped and we've now been able to pick that up again and everywhere we run a code club it seems to get booked out and um, just take off. Is it, yeah. Maybe slowly at first but word of mouth and, it off, and off it goes. So you know at the moment we've got clubs, um, as I said Wishaw, Cumbernauld, Abronhill, Colsaith, Condorit. Coatbridge, um, but most of the most of those if are, are are pretty full, if not completely full. Um, we're going to run a couple of taster sessions um, during Easter, but we'll come back to that later. Um, and then hopefully we're going to run a new club in Motherwell um, some point after Easter. Um, and, and hopefully we'll be able to get a bit more information out on that one Ooh, maybe a bit later on <laughs> <laughs> hopefully but I think that we're starting to reach that momentum now where where clubs are up and running people are seeing how easy they are to run how much fun they are and partly it's been a bit taken away the fear from staff as well um, digital assistants great they just put their heads right into it yeah. but we're trying to encourage a number of our other library staff to get involved as well um, and and that's happening and, yeah. and it, it's great 
And that is something that is, that is a definite interest in from like like teachers or just parents in general and things like that. Stuff. Whenever we do push it out on social media and things like that, things that happen. There's always somebody asking like, "Is one of these happening in our area?" and things like that. And and it, it's we we have managed to kind of get a good feud running, which is fantastic. And so if just keep a wee eye out and see if we can pop one pops up in your area if you if you would like for your kids to get involved in it and things like that. Well, one of our, you mentioned our digital assistants here getting, being kind of really quite hands on with it. One of one of them in particular, Catherine, has been very good, um, sharing lots of stuff on Twitter and things like that about what's been going on with her clubs and stuff. And some of it's, some of it's just really quite impressive, isn't it? It's like what the what the kids come up with and make it is really really fantastic. Yeah, and uh, um, the. the clubs that Catherine's involved with have have been absolutely fantastic and I think what's even more impressive to me is that she remembers to take the pictures and the little videos and upload them <laughs> um, I always remember like 20 minutes after we finished that, that that was it and I think that probably says an awful lot more about my social media presence than than, than anything else um yeah Ekaterine has been and, and the, the team in corporate uh, Cumbernauld have been involved in a number of, of groups. Um, they've also taken a, a group of um, sessions around mental health recently. Yeah. And so there's been pictures of coding fruit salads. And I'm gonna to have to go play with that one because that just looks kind of like immense and great fun. Um, <laughs> they've also, um, they had, there's a stress ball they've been creating a forest design and it's it's again it's the beauty of of working with an organization like code club who are making materials available to us to start off with um and again where the beauty of having our digital assistants in play and and is that you know they can take these ideas and go and run with them you know once the club's up and running um i think one of the things you you also said about you know the interest in the clubs um one of the things we do hear from parents quite a lot is that oh my 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 child is not involved in sports clubs so it's really nice to have something like this to do but I have found I do have I do have youngsters that love both um so you know it's not an either or um but again our our team particularly in the north area at the moment so Catherine and Alan uh, and, and Phyllis there have been doing some work with some of the schools in the local area as well and running little blocks of, of code sessions for them and it's been great again for for schools and and for pupils to see that libraries are not always just about books but about coming in and learning and being creative um and kind of that kind of broader picture of, of all the things that we get involved in as well so but yeah anybody who doesn't follow um what we're doing make sure that you're on the, the library's NL Twitter feed because um, ca- the materials that are posted from the various clubs uh, on individuals accounts also end up coming out on on those accounts as well and I keep praising all, all of our digital assistants um, because in in the south area where um, kind of my lead is um, both David and Peter are getting involved in in the clubs there as well. Yeah, it's fantastic, and like do check out on Twitter because we do share some of the ones from Catherine's account and things like that that they make up, <laughs> and and they are they are fantastic projects. We are kind of hoping to kind of make a, a scratch 
studio at some point where we can kind of put some of the kids work and things like that and the other they've been doing and things like that so that's a kind of future thing where you can maybe see much more of it as well and there is a wee hint to what you can kind of do on our code club webpage that we've got on uh, the culturenl.co.uk website if you find the, the code club page in there and there's a wee kind of example of the of a, a project on there as well um we do have a few taster sessions coming up for let's go easter because let's go easter is coming very very soon and um we do have a couple of taster, taster sessions for anyone to kind of drop in and, and see there will be limited numbers for those um but um where are they taking place so we're going out and about to Shots Library on both the 5th of April and the 11th of April. There's a session each afternoon there and you say drop in. I'm going to really advocate book ahead because the places will be limited. Yeah. And so, you know, if you want to, if you want to get involved there, make sure you book those ones out. And then in Motherwell, we're going to run one on Thursday the 13th of April again in the afternoon um, and like I say from that I think we'll try and get a, a little group started off. There are other plans for the other side of Easter but we're just finalising those details and just not quite as far ahead on that one as we would <laughs> have been should have been for this broad podcast but there we go just keep watching all the the social media channels we will definitely point it out as much as possible but that's been really good to hear loads of stuff about code club and code club and what it's all about and um hopefully folk find it really interesting check it out a little bit and whenever we do get a few more clubs up and running get involved as well so thank you Holly. and hopefully in the next part of the podcast we'll hear a little bit more from katherine about what has been happening with her clubs and so keep listening Hello, Chris, and thank you for inviting me to join your podcast today. Vera started to run the Code Club at Cumbernauld Library this summer. It was great to see the children coming back to library again after the COVID lockdown. So we had the summer coding boot camp um, that was a great success. So digital learning team decided to run it again. And because uh, 6th to 12th February, it was a Children's Mental Health Week, we decided to tie this event with the coding. So this term, we offered children to do Look After Yourself coding projects for six weeks. During this coding session, children have an opportunity to code their own stress ball that they can squeeze, code the forest, that has a sound of the rain, called the butterfly garden to sit back, watch them and relax, or call their own breathing exercise. So it's really great set of the projects when children can code and relax at the same time. Well, we had a bit of challenge at the beginning as digital learning team, as you know, we're computer mouse generation as and we assumed by default that children knew how to use the mouse and mouse pad. But in fact, uh, Gen Z's are tablet and mobile phone generation where everything is tactile. And actually we needed to teach how to operate with the mouse and mouse pads from the beginning. 
Um, but at the same time, they're such a digitally minded, bright children with a full of creative ideas. It's very interesting process to observe each child during coding session where we can clearly see which child has what particular interest in coding. For example, some like designing parts, some are more techy and uh, focusing heavily on coding, or some like just uh, mixing a sounds. Children also love to see and test each other's project at the end of the session. Everyone has their own individual touch into it, so at the end, uh, all work looks so different from each other, which is brilliant. We're so glad that this time Westfield Primary, Santa Lucia's Primary and Condora Primary Schools joined us. So we have school visits at the library and uh, we digital learning team deliver coding session for them as a part of ICT. We also run after school code clubs at uh, Kilside Library and uh, Camberno Library. This term, we teach coding to approximately 90 children per week. And in six weeks time, uh, we will have totally over 500 children in North Lancashire upscale digitally. It's great that children are interested in coding. And sometimes you see that they do not want to leave the library after the session and wanting to stay and keep coding. The coding is a future-proof skill, you know, and uh, we're glad that North Lancashire libraries are the places where children can establish a strong foundation for life. I think uh, Catherine raises some really interesting things here because you, you just do expect people to know how to use it. A, a mouse normally but obviously kids these days are growing up using mobiles and tablets and things like that so it's all touch screen and it's interesting that they, they had to kind of have that little session where they can actually show them how a mouse works and things like that i find, I find that really interesting and a really interesting insight from Catherine's experiences of doing code club with some of the schools and the, the kids up in the Cumberland area and it's just a great thing that the kids don't want to leave the library after being part of Code Club and want to keep going and keep continue coding and things like that. That's really, really fun to hear and great to hear. And I think that hopefully the kids have been getting a lot out of those sessions. <clears throat> it does sound as if they have been very, very successful and the kids have been getting a lot of great learning. And as, I, as Catherine mentioned, a future skill. So, I mean, that's something that they may use in careers in the future, which they may not realise at the moment that they are getting themselves ready for a potential future career, but they are. And it's really great that the libraries can be part of that. Next up, we've got Peter, who is going to tell us a little bit more about the plans for a code club arriving in Motherwell Library, because that is probably the next one that may appear on the list. And I think it's very exciting that we're getting to roll out further as well. So here is Peter, who is the digital assistant in the Motherwell area for the library service, and he will tell us a little bit more about that.
So hi Peter, thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast today to tell me a little bit about the plans for Code Club and Motherwell that's coming up soon. So Code Club and Motherwell is kicking off the taster session for our Let's Go Easter sessions, isn't it? What's yeah, when's okay. that happening? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's my pleasure. Um, yeah, we're going to have our retaster session in Motherwell Library at 2pm on the 13th of April. Fantastic. That'll be after the second week of the Easter holidays. Uh, so, yeah, look, really looking forward to it, really excited about it. Yeah. and I, There's an interest in it. Yeah, so the hope is obviously that that's part of an interest to get a kind of regular club going in Motherwell, Absolutely. I'm, I'm guessing. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, I'm really hoping so. Um, so I would definitely want to reach out to anyone, even if you're just curious, come along, have a go and see if it's for you. See if you think you'll like it. You've got nothing to lose. Yeah. Uh, and it's good fun and you're going to be learning something at the same time. Well, what's, what sort of things is that the kids can look forward to doing at the Code Club um, at Motherwell um, once it gets started and stuff like that, or, or at the taster session itself? Right. Well, can... essentially Scratch is uh, what we're using uh, and it's like a kind of block building idea, you know, so um, it's nothing complex. You'll see it is very nicely illustrated and, you know, it's very user friendly, I think. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I think people will get a lot out of it. Yeah, Hillary and I were talking about that earlier on about how it's almost like you know, Lego, Lego. But for yeah. coding, coding by Lego type yeah, stuff. It's kind of like building blocks of is, of, of kind of the different yeah. parts and stuff. So yeah. it, it is a very user friendly platform, and mm-hmm. and I think a lot of kids will get a lot out of kind of sort of learning that basic skill of how kind of code, the idea of coding works for it kind of has to follow this kind of script of, of what of yeah. things like that so uh, yeah. it's definitely interesting how about yourself mm-hmm. was it kind of a bit of a learning curve for you to kind of get up to scratch with scratch if you know what I mean well do you know <laughs> I mean I was never a gamer when I was at school although I finally bowed to pressure and I did get a, a very old uh, computer to enable me to play games but as far as actually creating them is concerned that was a whole new experience for me, um, and I thought, oh, I don't know what I'm going to be like here. This is this is something I have never embarked on in my entire life, and honestly, it almost takes your hand. It's so great, yeah. you know. It's so colourful, and it's it's just really user friendly. I just found it fantastic. It's great fun, yeah. uh, and you pick it up really quickly. Yeah, and the great thing about the, the the website, the Scratch website as well, is it's got lots of kind of like ideas and and things like that. You can kind of give, it basically kind of gives you the kind of walkthrough of, of how to do things yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. So, so it really cool. does kind of help, like, kind of the, get that basic skills kind of going. Because I've been kind of looking at it a little bit recently as well, kind of just kind of learning the basics of it and. I found it very, very kind of user friendly and very easy to pick up the very basics of it. I, I think there's a lot more complex things I'm sure it can do than what I can oh, do at the moment. Yeah, yeah, me but, too, me too. But, but the uh, kind so, of basics are there. Mm-hmm, yeah, so yeah. don't please don't be anybody be put off by the apprehension of the complexity of it because that is not what you're going to be facing because it is nice and user friendly and it's fun and lots of pictures, lots of colours and you'll be learning new skills as well as having fun. Fantastic. And so obviously the ultimate aim is to get a sort of regular code club at yeah, one yeah. the library going. Um, is it kind of rough time scale for that? And, and what's the best way for people to get involved once it's kind of, as we get to the point where we're kind of promoting it and things like that? Yeah, well, I think we'll go in the strength of our taster session and uh, hopefully if there's a, a really strong level of interest and 
we'll take it from there. But we're looking maybe a, a potentially um, early, well, maybe late spring uh, summer activity. That would yeah. be great and something regular. And Fantastic. I think Motherwell Library is the best place to have it nice and central for everyone. And the, the better weather will be in as well. So there's no excuse. Just yeah, get out yeah. there and come along. And so when it comes to kind of maybe kind of booking to come along, are we going to kind of just have it sort of just contact the, the staff in the branch or, or that kind of thing, or, or yeah. kind of maybe email you directly once we've got yeah. to that point? Of That's that fine. Yeah, I'll just uh, leave your details, uh, your name, your contact information, just in case in the event of any cancellations for whatever reason. Hopefully uh, that's that's not going to happen, but we need to cover every eventuality. But yeah, that's definitely yeah. the way forward. You've obviously worked in libraries a long time, Peter. I know that those those things happen sometimes, really. Yeah, there are <laughs> stumbling blocks, yeah, and obstacles along the way sometimes, but hey, we can deal with those. Fantastic. That's great to hear the Code Club, hopefully, has come to Motherwell Library in a, a kind of more grown up, grown out fashion than mm -hmm. than, uh, than just a taster session soon. So that's great to hear, Peter. Thank yeah, you for coming for along, along really and telling us a little bit about it. it. Yeah, so honestly, let's hear from you folks. Come on, you'll love it. You won't regret it. Fantastic. Thanks, Peter. Thank you, Peter, for coming along and telling us a little bit more about Code Club and what's happening with in the Muddle area. It's very exciting to hear that it's branching out to more areas and hopefully even further beyond that in the future as well. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, it's been fantastic to see lots of kids getting involved and like I say we'll put the the link to down below for anyone who may want to kind of have a look at it themselves and possibly can learn a little bit about scraps coding as well themselves before uh, so they can support their kids a little bit as well with that if the kids are coming along or just actually want to show them it themselves if they get the basics going. It's really really interesting and to bring it back to books a little bit because we are for the love of books podcast we do have tons of books about coding in our libraries and you can search for them on the online catalog or just have a wee browse next time you're in the, your local library and see what what's there as well because there is lots to learn if coding is something that's very in, of an interest to you or you think it's maybe something that your kids might be into you can find it a little bit more using some of the books that we've got in the library service already so do have a wee look in our non-fiction section for the coding section and it, you'll find lots of great stuff in there so the library service has got lots of stuff going on as always and one of the big things that we've got going on is a visit from Gordon Young to Motherwell Library. Now Gordon Young is a football coach, a former youth coach at Motherwell Football Club as well through a local team and he has got a book out called License to Skill and it's all about his kind of career journey which has been quite interesting to date. He started off as a youth coach at Motherwell Library, he had a brief spell as a caretaker manager of Motherwell as well um, and he also had a spell doing the same thing with Dundee United and he's also travelled the world a little bit, he's been to America and also Latvia being a coach as well and has more recently been the coach of Cove Rangers in Scotland and also Hartlepool down in England and his book is full of the kind of experiences and fun stuff that's been on in his career and things like that sort of stuff that you might find out a little bit more about. And if you are a football fan, you will definitely enjoy that that uh, event. So do come along. Contact Mother Library if you want to book a free place. And the event is on Monday, the 27th of March at 7pm. So it's definitely one to get along to if you are a football fan. 
There's lots and lots of great stuff going on all the time at libraries. Do check our website at culturenl.co.uk slash libraries and you'll find the lots on section in there and we can find lots of great stuff like coding and things like that on there too and find out how you can get involved with them. So do check it out. Thank you for listening, guys. That's all we've got time for today. Uh, and we will be back again soon with more episodes. I hope you've enjoyed this one. And if you do want to leave us a little bit of feedback, you can do so using the hashtag, hashtag FLBpodcast, or use our email address, librarypodcast at northland.gov.uk, and we can pick that up and get back to you if, if we need be. It's been really fun bringing this episode to you. We hope you've enjoyed finding out a little bit more about coding. And like I say, you can get involved a little bit online yourself or watch out for more classes happening nearby you if you want to get your kids involved in Code Club or just pick up a coding book at home and have a bash at it yourself because the Scratch website is very user-friendly. There's not much you can go wrong with it. You can kind of learn all the bricks and things like that and move them about and plug and play and see what happens through your little sprites, whatever you do. So and things, it's very, very fun. But that's all we've got time for for now, guys. Thank you for listening and we'll be back again soon. Bye for now.